Welcome to episode 83 of the Unstoppable Podcast. My name is Dan J. Gregory, and I am committed to hunting down the secrets of business mastery and human performance. My goal for the Unstoppable Podcast is to share insights from some of the most successful entrepreneurs, inspiring thought leaders, world-class athletes, and prominent celebrities to help you to become unstoppable in business and life. Each week, I'll be bringing you a new interview with an inspiring person and sharing my own results as I pursue the answers to the question, how can I create the ultimate edge in my business, make a significant impact, and live an extraordinary life? Welcome to episode 83 of the Unstoppable Podcast. This episode is a continuation of my special November Money Mindset series, and I'm going to be diving into how to identify and shift the money beliefs that hold you back from achieving the level of abundance that you want to create in your life. Now, before we get into the show, I celebrated my 33rd birthday at the weekend, and I personally believe that 33 has got a good ring to it, that double three. And I know it's going to be a very prosperous and lucky year for me. I've made that decision. And my 32nd year was the year that I finally took control of my own money mindset and began to really start to see the fruits of my work that I've been putting in over the last couple of years in a way that I've never seen before. And it's still expanding now. So before we get into today's show, I want to give a shout out to myself. I've just been nominated for an award with the Association of Professional Coaches, Trainers and Consultants. It's a a big organization in the UK that recognizes top performing coaches, trainers, and consultants, and they offer lots of value to the marketplace. And I've been very humbled by being uh, nominated for the Award for Outstanding Achievement in 2016. So as a listener of this show, I'd be absolutely honored if you would support me by voting for me in the awards. To do so, you just need to go to danjgregory.com forward slash vote. Every single vote counts. I'm determined to win. I'm committed. Uh, I've got some stiff competition, but it'd be wonderful to take that award. I've been working incredibly, incredibly hard over the last three to four years. And as I said, this year really has been a, that culmination of that hard work starting to come to the, the forefront. And uh, there's lots of lessons that I could share from the last three to four years. And, I, and indeed, I will do over the next few, few weeks and months. Today, we're going to be focusing on some of the money lessons that I've learned, but I really would appreciate sorry, your vote. So please go to danjgregory.com forward slash vote. Thank you so much for doing so. Now, before we get into today's show, let's briefly recap what's been happening on the show over the past seven days. Last Thursday, I brought you the amazing Christy Deer, who shared how she has used the law of attraction to bring greater abundance into her life. And it's the first time that the law of attraction has been explicitly discussed on the show. And it's a great primer, so be sure to check out episode 82. It's a, it's a must, must-listen episode. And prior to Christie's episode, in last Monday's solo round, I shared how undercharging is hurting your business. It was a session about money mindset in relation to pricing, and it's a must-listen for anyone who's in business for themselves or is responsible for making sales. In fact, if you've ever said to yourself, that's expensive as a consumer, then you need to listen to this episode. It's a real rant in terms of pricing, positioning, money mindset, and it's going to blow your mind. It's really going to get you to think differently about how you charge in the marketplace of your products and services, but also as a consumer, how you view products and services and how you respect those higher prices. 
Now, there are also three money mindsets that I've personally taken away myself, my own episode. You know, in, in creating the episode last week, I, I, I really reflected upon some of the lessons and you know, shared many of these lessons over the past few weeks as I've been consulting with new potential clients in the Unstop Entrepreneur Program, which is launching over the next couple of weeks. But there's three money mindsets that I took away. So money mindset number one is that people pay me for the total perceived value that my products and services create. Now, perceived value is the combination of both the practical and the intrinsic value of your products and services. The intrinsic value is the reason why a Rolls Royce is worth four times that of a BMW and they have a very similar practical value. The features and the benefits of the car are very similar, that practical value, but the intrinsic value is what gives the Rolls Royce its value. It's that unseen, intangible value that is created through the positioning of the brand. And I actually deliver an entire workshop on this within my Unstoppable Entrepreneur program on how to increase the perceived value of your products and services. Money mindset number two, the more I make, the more value I can create and the bigger difference I can make. The more I make, the more value I can create and the bigger difference I can make. There's this idea that if you charge a lot, if you're making a very healthy income, that you're just going to sit around and hoard your money. The reality is, though, is simply this, that it's not true for most people and we're going to dive into this belief within today's session. But, you know, if you're creating more value and building a bigger difference, that, that difference can be felt through a whole ripple effect, not only through your customers, through the reach of your products and your services, but as you expand your business, hiring other people, bringing, building a team, expanding into different territories. You know, as your business grows, your finances grow, you can create a bigger impact. And that ripple effect, impact keeps growing. You know, when you're able to contribute to, to society and the communities around you. So a lesson I took from my own episode last week is that the more I make, the more value I can create. And therefore, the bigger difference I can make. And the third was money is a scorecard. And it's a scorecard that shows you if you're doing the right things in business. I know that money is not the only marker for success in business, but it is the lifeblood of any business. Trust me, I spent eight years in banking watching how businesses operate financially. Trust me, cash flow is king when it comes to the survival of your business. So you can be very excited about all the Instagram followers you've got or the Facebook live video watches you've got. But if you're not business isn't making money, you're not making a profit then you might not be doing the right thing. So money is a simple scorecard that enables you to track whether you're doing the right things in business. And your own personal financial abundance is a scorecard for the value that you have created in other people's lives. All right. Hopefully those three little takeaways are useful for you as well. Let's get into the meat of today's session. Now, money is an emotional topic. It can make us feel guilty. It can make us feel alone because after all, we're taught we're not able to talk about money with others, right? And we say things to ourselves like, I love doing this, so why should I charge for it? I don't feel comfortable doing that. I don't want people to think that I'm greedy or I enjoy this. Why would I even charge for it at all? You know, these associations of guilt, we talked about this in last week's episode when it comes to charging. And these invisible scripts are the beliefs that we have in our head and they serve as an anchor around our neck. You know, they really hold us back if we, if, we, if we live by these beliefs, never letting us make it to the next level if we hold these beliefs. We're often petrified of what others will think of us if we suddenly make more money. You know, those outside perceptions can really create damage in terms of our own money mindset. And these invisible beliefs about money themselves can actually cause us to self-sabotage financially. Why? Because we are simply, as human beings, wired to avoid pain and to gain pleasure. 
If we perceive that something is going to cause us pain, then we have a high likelihood that we're going to avoid it. And a belief, by the way, is a simply a belief is simply a feeling of certainty about what something means. So if we have the subconscious belief that the accumulation of more money is going to lead to more pain, then we are likely to sabotage our own financial success. For example, if we have a fear of being judged for accumulating wealth, then we may associate having money with rejection. And for us, rejection equals pain. This could all be happening subconsciously due to our upbringing or our environment, a whole host of reasons why we may have these beliefs that hold us back. And other opinions can screw us up as well. You know, I experienced this when I first started in business, when I started talking about my own financial goals and plans. Some of friends, some friends of mine accused me of only caring about the money. Members of my family asked me if, you know, I'm a millionaire yet, you know, in real jest and the whole host of other quips really designed to, you know, take away my confidence. You know, these votes of no confidence in my ideas really started to impact upon my uh, ability in business and the way I viewed what it was possible and my own mindset. So there I was excited about the future and yet was not being met with much of a positive response at all and very little encouragement. You know, in fact, very early on, there was very little encouragement about my business plan. You know, it's not the ideal environment for cultivating an on-point money mindset. And, you know, people often lower their standards to feel comfortable and come up with all kinds of reasons to justify it, even when they could do and be more. You know, they lower their standards to fit in. And I even lowered my own standards to gain approval from the others around me. And I actually went broke in the process. But it was okay because I had the approval. I wasn't talking about money anymore. How crazy is that? You know, and when I later on became confronted about money again, and they said, is money all you really care about? I said, no, but what I don't care for is being in poverty anymore. You know, I've been working hard doing what I love so that now when I add value, I can make a real difference and I'm not going to be held back by anyone else's opinions. Some of which, by the way, when it comes to opinions, aren't even real. They're our own interpretations of the meaning of other people's opinions. And I've been wrong on many occasions. So you have to pay real attention to other people's opinions, whether they're factual or whether they're just a perception in your mind. But either way, in order to achieve financial abundance, we need to make a shift in our belief system to ensure that financial abundance is deeply felt as a positive experience for you. So I'm going to be talking about how our associations from our past can negatively impact our experience with money. But it's also important to recognize that our mindset around money can even get into a jumble when we start thinking about the future. For example, if we start to think about a certain level of financial abundance that we'd like to create in the future, we have no reference point to it. We've not experienced it before. It's an unknown and many have a fear of the unknown. So we shrink back to avoid that fear. Others freak out about having to pay potentially extra tax or worry about how much work they may have to put in to create such wealth or have concerns again about being judged for creating the wealth. Now, some of these concerns would actually be valid if the problems were actually real. But worrying about them in advance, in the present, before you even get there, could actually prevent you from increasing your wealth anyway because you hold yourself back as a result of these future projections of the negative things that could happen. Similarly, If you work hard now without changing your money beliefs 
then you could also fail to make any progress financially. Or you could self-sabotage or self-destruct later on down the line and return to where you started. It's like a thermometer. It's like a, a, an air conditioning unit. When you set the temperature, when the temperature in the room goes up, your aircon kicks in and brings you back down. Our money mindset will do the same thing because of the money beliefs and patterns that we've got deeply ingrained in our subconscious. And I'll share my own experience of this now because when I first started in business, you know, I, I really went through a period of lack I really did go through a period of lack. You know, when I first started, if you've been listening to the show for a while, it took me a long time to really create any momentum in business. The first 18 months were full of struggle, stress, and sacrifice. I stood in my own way. Perfectionism, procrastination were like the key pillars of my business. And, uh, you know, I was jumping from pillar to post, different opportunities, chasing the money, chasing the shiny objects, and really got stuck in this kind of state of learning and never doing. It was really, really embarrassing looking back at it. And if you listen to the first 10 part series of the podcast, which uh, I, I used to kick off the show, I really go into this in depth about my emotions around some of these challenges. But specifically when it comes to money, I remember, you know, not being able to eat out anymore. And if I was able to eat out, I'd be looking at the menu and realizing that I can't order what I want. You know, I'd gone from back in my corporate days, having champagne dinners to making excuses to not meet people for dinner. You know, at home, I was eating cheese on toast. And there was even a time, trust me, this is crazy. There was even a time I didn't even have the toast. I just had the cheese. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, I was seeing others living abundantly, feeling, and I was feeling just hurt, sad, frustrated, shame, humiliation. Humiliation because, you know, I'd been successful all through my career. I'd been financially successful. I'd achieved things. I'd accomplished things. People, you know, saw me as this respectful business leader. And then there I was leaving my corporate job within 18 months, going completely broke. I couldn't pay my rent. I couldn't pay my bills. I had to count the penny jar to get into town to go and sign up for, for a welfare appointment. I was totally broke. I had red letters all over my overdue, overdue bills. It was a seriously tough time, and I hated the way that it felt. I felt worthless. During this time, I seriously damaged my own self-worth, and it was all because I was standing my own way, and that's a whole different topic but intertwined within this kind of self-worth and the, the lack of action and the procrastination and all the, all the decisions that I failed to make when I first started my business. Intertwined amongst all of that were some really destructive money patterns. But first of all, I realized I had to take personal responsibility. It got to a point when it, I realized, what am I no longer prepared to settle for? What am I no longer willing to tolerate? You know, when I was taking personal responsibility, these were the questions I was asking myself. What am I no longer willing to settle for? What am I no longer willing to tolerate? I had to confront how I was holding myself back and I had to make change a must. I couldn't go on as I was. You know, I knew I was better than that. I'd really got myself in a rut and it became a self-perpetuating vicious cycle, downward cycle that I'd got myself in. So I had to get out of that. And I decided instead to what I was committed to. And I decided to design and create a compelling future that would take me out of that pain and into that pleasure zone. I developed my own transformational truths to step away from this negative money mindset that I developed and this lack of progress that, that was caused as a result. So I realized there was five lies that I've been telling myself. And I've shared this story on, on a handful of occasions. But, you know, I'm a very honest guy. I'll always tell you the truth. I'm a very, I, I hold myself in high, high integrity, uh, but there was, I was telling lies to, to the most important person in my life, which is myself. You know, if we don't take care of ourselves, then how can we take care of others? I was lying to myself deeply. And these five lies, these five 
um, money patterns for me were really causing significant damage. And these are just five of many. I've just chosen these because they're good examples in, in the context of what we've been talking about over the last few weeks and months on the, on the Money Mindset series. So the first lie was, I do not have enough experience to work with high paying clients. You know, that really was a fear of not being enough when you brought, boil it down. The second lie was, I do not feel worthy of charging high prices. And again, this is a real symptom of low self-worth, a vicious cycle I've got myself into. Lie number three, I feel guilty charging clients high prices. It's the fear of rejection. I feel guilty. Guilt when it comes to charging. Imagine what impact that's having on my business or was having on my business. Lie number four, I do not have a large enough following to find high value clients. It's just a simple limiting belief. It's a simple limiting belief. You know, this is the paradigm. This is the operating system. Imagine, you know, your computer, if you use a Windows computer, it's running on Windows or a Mac on the operating systems. You know, this is a faulty programming system here. This is holding, seriously holding me back. Line number five, I do not believe that all clients will take the necessary action to justify the high investment. So there I was thinking, if I start charging high prices in my business, my clients are just going to screw themselves over and I'm going to feel like I've ripped them off. What kind of crazy mindset is that? And how can you imagine, you can imagine what my business was like operating by these five beliefs. Number one, I do not have enough experience to work with high paying clients. Number two, I do not feel worthy of charging high prices. Number three, I feel guilty charging high prices. Number four, I don't have a large enough following to even find high value clients. And then number five, even if I did, I do not believe that all clients will take the necessary action to justify the high investment. Talk about screwing myself over. And you know, a lot of these money beliefs have come from, you know, my own experiences, the conditioning, the associations, and we'll go into all of that in a minute. But when I took responsibility in that moment that I decided that I was going to make a change, I developed my own transformational truth. So I took each of those five lies and I created five transformational truths, which were the antithesis, the opposite of what those five lies represented. So number one, I have the abilities, expertise, and talents necessary to facilitate incredible results for high-paying clients. The amount of time that I've been active as an entrepreneur has no bearing on my overall experience. It has no bearing on my worth. It has no bearing on how I am capable of working. It has no bearing on who I'm capable of working with or the results I'm able to create because I have a unique set of skills, passions, experience, and expertise that I've invested a significant amount of time and income to develop. That's truth number one. Truth number two, my products and programs are unique, special, and something that my ideal clients actively want to invest in because I'm worth it. When I charge what I'm worth, I attract the clients who are more prepared to invest in my services because I have the skills and expertise necessary to help them solve their most pressing problems and get incredible results. Truth number three, What I offer my clients is worth at least 10 times what they invest. I've invested in myself at the same level with outstanding results. I value the investment when I invest in myself at a high level. And my clients will readily invest even more to have the opportunity to work directly with me. Truth number four, I know who my ideal clients are. I know what their problems are. And I know how to solve their problems. And I know where to find these clients. So if my clients don't come to me, then I will go to them. I am ready to hustle and offer so much value that my services become irresistible to my prospective clients. 
And then truth number five, I care deeply about creating results, my clients. The truth is, when I charge what my services are worth, clients will value what they have paid for and they will be successful because they commit to it at a higher level. You know, human psychology shows that if something is free, then it is perceived to have little or no value. So charging low fees, as we talked about in last week's episode, is therefore more likely to attract problem clients who are less inclined to follow through with what they've paid for. Instead, when clients invest at a higher level, they will take the action required to be successful. So the converse was true. So I developed these five transformational truths to conquer these five lies that I've been telling myself, these five limiting money beliefs that have been holding me back in business. You know, you can just imagine how my business is panning out. And hopefully as you're all listening to this, you're, you're thinking about how your operating system is when it comes to your money mindset. And we're going to get into that in a minute. I'm going to share a process with you that will help you identify your own money mindset. Because, you know, these, these, this was how I was programmed, right? This was how I was operating. I was operating by these rules. And it wasn't until I created those transformational truths that things really started to shift for me. In addition to these five transformational truths, which were very specific to the individual money beliefs that were holding me back, I also developed five core fundamental money beliefs. Number one, I am already wealthy. Abundance is all around me. Think about that. If you look at, if you just even look around your environment right now, wherever you are listening to this, chances are you live in a rich world. You know, for most of you listening to this, you're not in a third world country. You're not living in complete lack. You have a home to go to. You have things in your life. You have clothes on your back. You have food that you're able to eat. You know, we take these things for granted. We take these things for granted. We are already wealthy. Number one. Number two, I am grateful for all that I have in my life already. You see, gratitude is the key that unlocks the door to wealth. Start with gratitude to attract abundance. Number three, a desire to expand is healthy. You know, I'd been, as I explained, challenged for my desire to want more. You know, I had been challenged for my desire to want more, where I now believe that a desire to expand is healthy. If I could become more intelligent, should I? If I could improve my relationships, should I? If I could improve my health, should I? If I could have more, then should I? If you could have more, then should you? Absolutely. It's not about fairness. This is not a zero-sum game. Me having more doesn't mean there's less for you. It's about creating a road, a roadmap for yourself that's always expanding. A road that offers the opportunity for others to follow as well. You know, the very fact that you know, intrinsic value can be created means that there is a limitless amount of value in the world. There is a limitless amount of value. It's not a zero-sum game. Number four, give first mentality. I have developed a firm belief that if I want to receive, then I first must give. And by doing so, I've taught myself that there is always more. Even when I feel a, a sense of lack, if somebody approaches me in the street asking for change, I will give them that change. As long as it's not clearly for drugs or alcohol, you know. I have a give-first mentality in business. The more I give, the more I know I will receive down the track. And I don't give to receive. I just give first because I know it's the right thing to do. Number five, money is nothing but a measure of the value that I create for others. 
So if my bank balance does not show a positive reflection, then I know there is more for me to do or I'm not doing something right. We talked about it being a scorecard. Money's simply a scorecard that reflects the value that you're creating for others. Now, how can you create change in your own money mindset, your own money beliefs? Well, the first thing I'll ask you to consider is what are you no longer prepared to settle for? What are you no longer willing to tolerate? How are you holding yourself back right now? You know how you're holding yourself back. And decide what you're committed to instead and design a compelling future for yourself. Now, it all begins with linking pain to the areas where you want to change and then showing your brain a pleasurable alternative, just like I did. So number one, stack the pain. What are you no longer prepared to settle for? What are you no longer willing to tolerate? Find the frustration in the things that you are missing out on, the things that you want to experience, do, have, and give. Get to your pain thresholds by feeling all the ways that you are currently limiting yourself right now and what you're missing out on by having financial lack in your life. What are you missing out on? How does that feel? What is it costing you right now because of your current money mindset? What are the things that you want to do, create, have, experience, or give? What are you missing out on? What pain is this bringing you right now? What is it costing you? What could you do if you had financial abundance? What is that that you're missing out on? Who is suffering in your life that you cannot help because of your financial lack? What is the price that you pay because you do not have abundance? Where do you live right now? Is this where you want to live? What do your kids have to miss out on if you have kids? How often do you have to say no? What dreams have you let go of because of your current lack? Who would you love to help but you can't because you don't have the resources? What difference would you like to make but you know that you can't right now because of that financial lack? I want you to stack the pain. This is important because remember, as human beings, we'll do more to move away from pain than any other thing. It's a survival instinct. Where would you like to go in life but you can't right now? Where would you like to travel? What wants have you deprived yourself of because of this money mindset, this lack? This is about stacking the pain. Associate the pain with the lack. Is it compelling? Do you feel it in your gut? Do you feel that pain? Create the pressure. Our brains are wired for survival. Move from pain and towards pleasure. Find the pain in your current circumstances. What are you no longer willing to tolerate? What are you no longer prepared to settle for? Number two, as I said, survival is moving from pain and towards pleasure. Now we're going to look at the pleasure. Let's look at all the things. All the things you'll be able to do, achieve, be, give, have, if you had total financial abundance. What are all the ways that your life would be enhanced if money was no longer an issue in your life? What are all the benefits you'd experience? What are all those things that you can do? How would your life be different if you had total financial abundance? What would every day feel like? Imagine all the things that you could be part of your daily reality. What would it feel like to have total financial security? Who would you be able to help? Who would you be able to give to? What would you be able to experience? Who would you become? Where would you be able to go? What would you be able to have? Think of all the pleasure that having financial abundance would bring you. Just on how you'd feel on a day-to-day basis. Having that security. What about all the things that you've always wanted to bring into your life? What about that business that you wanted to buy or grow? What would financial abundance give you? What are all the things that you would benefit from by having additional financial abundance in your life? What are all the ways your life would be enhanced? 
if money was no longer an issue. Really go into the pleasure, you know, really think and feel how your life would be different if you had total financial abundance. Just picture that now, just feel it in your body, intuitively feel it, that pleasure, that calm from having that financial abundance, you know, because all that lack that we spoke about a minute ago, it causes innate pressure in our body. Whereas when we have abundance, we feel light and free. What would financial abundance give you? What would financial freedom give you? How would your life be different? What would you be able to experience? What would you be able to do? What would you be able to have? What would you be able to give? Who would you be able to help? What difference could you make with that additional financial abundance? I want you to think of all the pleasure that you would gain from having total financial abundance. Now, step three is to identify the money beliefs that are holding you back. Maybe you can call them lies too. They were the lies that were dictating my my present and they were as a result of my past, but they weren't going to control my future. And we're going, to conc- we're going to create your own transformational truths as well to help you redesign your future. The first step is to identify the money beliefs that are holding you back. So I want you to think about what do you currently think and feel about money? What do you associate with money? What are your feelings towards people who have a lot of money? What were some of the phrases that you remember hearing about money as you were growing up? And when it comes to thinking about all those things that would bring you pre- pleasure when it comes to having financial abundance... Do you notice any conflicts now when you start thinking about money? Perhaps on one hand, money to you equals freedom or money to you equals experience. Money to you equals contribution and ability to make a bigger difference. But then on the other hand, perhaps you remember all the money beliefs that you've been exposed to throughout life. You know, hearing things like money is the root of all evil. Money does not grow on trees. Money isn't everything. Or people telling you that they can't, your family can't afford it or it costs too much. People saying things like take care of the pennies and the pounds will take care of themselves. What are all the things that you heard growing up about money? And what are some of the beliefs that you've now developed over time about money that now hold you back? And the key here is to replace your limiting money beliefs with new positive beliefs. So first, take the time to find out what the current lies, what are the lies that you tell yourself about your ability to become financially free or to experience greater abundance? What are the money beliefs that stand in your way of achieving that financial wealth? You need to get clear on what those are. Take the time to do this. I do this every 90 days to get really clear on how I'm holding myself back. It's incredibly powerful. Go into how your money mindset is holding you back. Ask those questions. What do you currently think and feel about money? What do you associate with money? What are your feelings towards other people who have money? Look for the conflicts. Think about all those things you heard growing up. Start writing them down. Now, the next step is to replace your limiting money beliefs with new positive beliefs. This is your transformational truths. Now, this this isn't an easy exercise. Nothing worth doing in life often is easy. And if you think this is hard, well, so is having financial lack. So start focusing on abundance because when you can create a sense of certainty about the power of abundance in your life, it will become a positive force for you. It's time to develop your transformational truth. So what I would recommend, just like I did, take a look at those lies or those money beliefs that have been holding you back and look at the antithesis, look at the opposite. Create your own transformational truths. Pick your top five money money beliefs that have held you back, top three to five and write out your transformational truths, the the now, the beliefs, the empowering beliefs that you will now live by instead. It's going to help you grow your financial wealth. It's going to help you create abundance in your life. So think about what they can be and write them out. 
Now, step four, develop the belief that you deserve abundance. This is huge. A sense of lack often comes from a lack of deservedness innately or a sense of a false sense of lack of deservedness. There is, there's no one on this planet who does not deserve to experience abundance. We are all true, unique miracles, and we do all deserve to experience abundance. So I want you to think about how you can develop the belief that you do deserve abundance. And by doing so, I ask you to do one simple task, and it's to write out 200 reasons. 200 reasons why you deserve abundance now. This is about making it a must. And besides, the reason I say 200, I know from doing this in a number of other processes, if you write out 200 reasons why, you're going to force your brain to look for every single reason why you do definitely deserve that abundance. But also outside of those 20, from within that 20, 200, sorry, you did, I didn't misquote you the first time, it is 200. Out of those 200, you will find 5 to 10 really powerful reasons. Those five to 10 reasons will become the most powerful reasons that drive you forward. They will make profound changes in your life. But you've got to keep digging to find those five to 10. You know, if you don't dig for the gold, you'll never strike the gold. So this is about writing out the 200 reasons why you deserve abundance now and what it's going to give you. This is about making it a must. It's about drawing the line. Trust me, I've been through this process. It really, really works. So this is about developing the belief that you deserve abundance. So write out the 200 reasons why you deserve abundance now and what it's going to give you. Number five, the final step is to decide what you are committed to and make a plan. This is about designing a compelling future. And I've got 10 steps for you on this. So let's roll through them. Number one, this is important. Clearly define what wealth means to you because wealth doesn't necessarily need to be purely about financial abundance. It could be a mental Uh, Mental wealth, emotional wealth, spiritual wealth, physical wealth, financial wealth. Define what wealth means to you. And also it is worth doing, defining specifically what financial abundance means to you. What does financial abundance mean to you? What is the the meaning you're going to give it? Number two is to define your compelling future. This is about creating your wealth goals in a way that feels possible to achieve with believable milestones so that you do actually start and take action towards those goals. You see, when we start creating from a standing start these gigantic abundant goals, sometimes it can just feel too far away. So create your wealth goals in a way that feels possible and do it in a way that creates milestones that are believable so that you actually get started and get in the game. Number three, once you get started, don't move the target. Don't stretch the target until you hit it. Give yourself the opportunity to feel like a winner. Champions stack small victories one upon the other. Your Olympic athletes during their training, they're constantly setting new milestones. Every milestone they hit, they start feeling that sense of victory. They'll start having small victories one upon the other. It's about getting into that speed of momentum through small victories. So when you get started, stick with those believable milestones and strike them off one at a time to get that sense of victory because every victory will stack upon another to create bigger and bigger victories. Number four, make this a must. You've got to have those compelling reasons to create a change. You know, what will hitting that financial target represent and mean to you? What will it represent? You know, say you've set a wealth goal for the future. What will that look like? What will it feel like? What will it represent? What will it mean? You know, this is an extension of the work we did on that deservedness piece, those 200 reasons. You've already gone deep into this. This is making it a must. Number five, 
you got to create a realistic plan. So many people set goals and they're like, well, he, I'm done. You ain't done. <laughs> you're not done. You got to set the goals, find the reasons why you're going to achieve them and decide what it's going to represent. And then you got to create a plan. It ain't going to happen by itself. We talked about the law of attraction last week. You know, Jim Carrey, when he wrote out that check for $10 million and put it into his wallet, you know, post dated for the future. He didn't then just go and eat a sandwich. He says this himself. You know, he went and practiced on his craft. He practiced and became improved his skills. And he went out there and he took massive action. Then eventually he got the check. You know, it became real. He became world class. But he didn't just sit around hoping to become a world class actor. He had to have a plan and he had to act upon it. So number five is to have a realistic plan. Number six, follow through on the plan. Take the action. The next step, once you've written it out, as you know, I discovered the hard way, writing the plan out by itself doesn't lead to anything happening unless you do something about it. Do not procrastinate. Do not operate from a place of perfectionism. Get in the game. Get in the game and take massive action and go as fast as you possibly can with the highest level of quality as you possibly can. Follow through on the plan. Number seven, take responsibility for your results and notice what you're getting. Once you start taking action, are the actions that you're taking moving you further away from or closer towards your goal. You've got to be paying attention. Take responsibility for the results. If they're not going the way you want, then take a look at them. What can you do to make a change? Not importantly, number eight then, don't give up when you face challenges. And if you're facing pessimists or haters, screw the haters, screw the pessimists. Don't listen to other people's opinions unless they're qualified to give you opinions and uh, never give up when you face challenges. Number nine, treat life like a business, even if you're not in business. You know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about financial abundance, treat your life like a business. What I mean by that is make a profit. You know, every 12 months, spend less than you earn and invest the profits. You don't have to be in business to, to operate like an entrepreneur. You know, it's about making a profit, spending less than you earn and investing the profits that you make into other assets. It's going to accumulate further wealth for you. And there's a whole episode on that I could give you in terms of accumulation. Number 10, build your support team. I did an entire episode on this, the five layers of building a support team, your inner circle, your peer group, the coaches, the mentors and the masterminds that are going to help you achieve your goals. You've got to get those role models. So thinking about what would you love to do the most? How can you do this whilst being rewarded significantly for doing so and then finding someone or a group of people who already has the result that you want that you can model? You can model in your own life. That, that means you can replicate the steps, strategies, and mindset necessary to achieve the same result. Now, if you've not been following along with this process in today's show, then I encourage you to go back and take the time to do so. Take out a journal, take out a notepad and answer all the questions that we've been through. This process has been completely life-changing for me. I haven't just got a textbook out and made this up. This is something that I've put myself through every 90 days and I formally do this every 90 days and informally in my journal every single day. This money mindset exercise is increasingly, increasingly creating greater, greater results for me. And I strongly, strongly encourage you to go back over the exercises today. I know I've been losing my voice. I've been getting 100 miles an hour. But if you can go back, go and do the work, I'm sure it'll be profound for you too. Now, assuming that you have done the exercises, then I'm now going to set you a five-day challenge to take on for the rest of this week. Here's your five-day challenge. Number one is to read your transformational truths and your 200 reasons why you deserve abundance out loud 
twice per day with total intensity. This is about driving the truth into your body and driving the reasons why right into your mind, into the depths. Because, you know, I don't know how old you are, but, you know, I'm, as I said at the beginning, 33 years old now. So some of those mindsets have been deeply ingrained since I was a child. So, you know, I got to scratch them out by replacing them with new powerful transformational truths. So the power of repetition enables you to condition those new money mindsets. You know, think about this. If I went to the gym tomorrow morning and I worked out real hard but never went again, I can't be expecting my body to stay in shape. This is about conditioning the process. And I challenge you just for the next five days to repeat these twice a day. Of course, the more you do this, the better the result. So if you want to continue the practice, I thoroughly encourage you to do that and endorse the process for doing that. But for the next five days, commit to twice a day. Number two, write down three new ideas to make additional income each and every day this week. For five days, I want you to write down three new ideas to increase your income or add additional income every single day for the next five days. This is about stretching the muscle in terms of your brain when it comes to looking at ways to increase your financial income, increasing your abundance. Number three, Create experiences with money each and every day that bring you great joy. I want you to feel the direct connection with the pleasure. For example, just at the weekend, I was blessed to receive some money for my birthday for my family. I purchased a brand new leather jacket. I absolutely love leather jackets. I'm a, you know, used to, used to ride big motorcycles, and I sold my motor, when I sold my motorbike, I sold my jacket as well at the beginning of my business journey. And I missed that thing. So this weekend, I went and bought a brand new leather jacket with the money, and it felt so powerful. It made me think, you know, if I can create more of this, I can create more of these experiences. And that was just something for me. But ultimately, I get even more joy when I'm creating experiences for other people. So during those times where I experienced great lack, I couldn't give anything to anybody, let alone myself. So think about all those powerful experiences each and every day. If it's something simple like folding up your banknotes neatly into a money clip and just appreciating the money you have and sharing gratitude for the money you do have, all the things you do have. Cultivate the practice of every single day of creating positive experiences with money. So that's your five-day challenge. If you would like to extend it beyond five days, then be my guest. But commit for the next five days to do all three of these parts. Number one, read your transformational truths and your 200 reasons for abundance out loud twice per day with total intensity. Number two, write down three new ideas to make additional income every single day for the next five days. And number three, create positive experiences with money each and every day that are going to bring you great joy and feel that direct connection with the pleasure of increasing your financial wealth. Now, finally, this week, coming up on Thursday, I have an incredibly special guest as the finale to the Money Mindset series. I've got a real A player coming to the show to talk about money mindset. We're going to be closing on a high So please, please, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed this series and you want to go out with a bang with me on the final final episode of the series, be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and head over to danjgregory.com where you can subscribe to my newsletter so you never miss a beat. You'll also see all the show notes from today's episode and you'll be able to download today's process so you can go through it again in your own time. And finally, before we sign out for the day, I encourage you to vote Dan. As I said at the beginning of the episode, very blessed and honored and humbled to be uh, recognized for for a major award here in the UK. I would be very, very honored if, if I could have your support. 
in uh, voting for me in that competition that's uh, closing this week. So to do that, just go to danjgregory.com forward slash vote. Um, and you'll see some of the great stuff that the APCC, the APCTC are doing as well, the Association of Professional Coaches, Trainers, and Consultants. So that's all for this week. As you can tell, my voice is going. I had a lot of fun this weekend celebrating my birthday. Um, so I apologize for the slightly croakiness of this episode. But I hope you've got the message and enjoyed today's session. Do come and say hi in the Unstoppable Mastermind group on Facebook. It's my free group for the Unstoppable Tribe. That is all for this week. As I said, we'll be back for the finale of the Money Mindset series this Thursday. The very, very special guest. So do tune in on Thursday. Until next time, go out there, unleash your greatness, build your empire, make your impact, and live your ultimate life. You are unstoppable.